This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. All right, we're back again for another episode of I Can Relate to That. Uh, we're back in the house today. Just me and Bax tonight. Just me and Bax. Yes, yes, yes. Just, we uh, are back. Yeah, it's just me and you, man. Uh, I miss our good old friend, Amory. Amory is a little tied up this evening again. But you know what? Kind of missed her the last couple episodes. Didn't, yeah, uh, man. I don't know, man. It's like she is, she's just so busy, man. I know. You she, know, that's what she, when, when we have important people on our podcast, man, they just be so busy. Absolutely. We got to share it with the world, man. I understand. I know. I was getting in the itch to do a podcast, and I was like, man, this is... When was the last episode we did? We had uh, Benji on the last episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Benji was on the last episode. When was that? That was probably about a month and a half ago at this point since the yeah. last recorded. It's It's been a while. Yeah. Then Thanksgiving, it's been a little minute. Yeah. It's been a little minute. Thanksgiving rolled around. We're almost a week and a half away from Christmas at this point, so... It's, uh, and 2021 is, uh, winding down and it's almost at 2022 and we still, oh my gosh, this had to be the fastest year ever. I don't, I don't know another year faster than 2021. Bro. <laughs> Besides Bro. 2020 and 21. It, uh, yeah, you're right. It absolutely went fast. Absolutely. There's no, no hands down. It went, went real fast. I don't know. Uh, what do we do different? What do you do differently this year? Oh uh, man. Really? All I did was really work from home and just basically stayed in the house um, mm. just because the work from home jobs are pretty cool. And I think they got everybody lazy and they pay like a lot of money. So right. I just feel like, you know, I worked home, worked from home, not going into the office, not getting up every day, getting dressed and staying in my pajamas working. I, I feel like I, <laughs> I got to come out of that. I, I feel like I got, I got to come out of that, though. You know? Yeah. You know, before we go on, I mean, I just want to get our little itch out I have an ISO. You know what an ISO is, right? ISO, a little sound, right? A little sound clip. Yep. Yeah. The introduction of the show can't be complete until we have. Honey! How are oh, you? Man. <laughs> there she is. That was a recorded clip. Is, man. <laughs> that came off another episode. Amory, what's going on? She's not here. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we miss you, Amory. <laughs> we miss Amory. Or how Don't about- get too busy for us. How about this? Hello, I'm Fran Drescher. I'm checking Remember out. that one? <laughs> Fran Drescher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we first brought her on. But uh, yeah, you know, I have worked from home myself too and uh, uh, with my, 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 my company. And I really, mm. really liked it. I don't know about you, but I really liked it. I like just don't have to worry about the commute, the traffic, the, the burning of the gas at, uh, you know, $9 a gallon. You know, I mean... I. I don't know. I like it. Do you do you prefer an office setting, or do you really enjoy this home, work from home business? Man, I, I kind of like working from home, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but you know, you just gotta find other places and other avenues for your social life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and that's just really what it is. You know, work workplace for me was is definitely a social atmosphere for me. But you know, when you can work from home and make good good money, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't mind it. You feel me? Yeah, I don't absolutely. mind it. I work from home. I'll chill all day because I can get up and walk through the computer when I want. I can mm-hmm. go where I want and do do what I want. And you know what I'm saying? As long as I get my work done for a little bit, I'm, I can step away for a second. So it's always little things that you could do from home that you cannot do in a regular workplace. You know what I'm saying? So 
right, right. Working from, working from home, it just goes by really fast. Yeah, I found it when I was working from home too. It was uh, going by really fast. The day went by really yeah. fast. But you know what? It is you know like, like a typical eight-hour workday. Uh, you know, in most cases, an eight-hour workday. You know, you still have to take sometimes in most cases an hour's lunch. Or, yeah. or you have to, uh, you know, uh, commute. So, you know, if you leave for the, for an office, you leave what forty five minutes before work, maybe on on average, mm-hmm. and then you got to commute back home. So there's an extra. We'll, we'll just round it up for an hour. You know, an hour to an hour from work. You know, that's an extra hour in your day, and you're already working. You know, eight hours plus an hour lunch. That's nine hours. There's uh, an hour there in the morning. That's you're almost gone for about ten, eleven hours at this point. So you know, working yeah. from home, he's like, okay, turn off, log out, you're done, and click on the TV. Let's see what's going on. You know, so I, I certainly like it. You know, some folks do like it, and some folks just they re- they rather have the uh, the office the office politics. I guess they uh, like the word it right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. You know how it is. I know, I know. No politics, no politics, no gossip. Oh, gossip. Oh, my God. No work, no work hubbies and work wives going on from home. <laughs> <laughs> the work wife, the work husband. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, you know that's a running joke in my my work place of employment. We got work wives and work husbands and all those, all those good things. It's all in fun. It's nothing, you know, derogatory. My wife knows that I got a work wife, you know, like that. So it's nothing, nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got a work wife, bro? Yeah, I got a work wife. <laughs> yeah, sure do. Got a work wife. Hey, you know, when I was uh, part of the scouts, I had a scout yeah. wife. I had a scout wife. And uh, she, uh, we and her were on the phone practically every single day talking about boy scout things you know we you know because me and her did a lot of we did a lot of the leadership things for the cub scouts and uh we we're just constantly either texting each other on the phone to like late evening i mean nothing inappropriate no inappropriate conversation but it was all scout related and it was just funny because of how much i spoken to her is like more than i spoke to my own wife you know what i mean so wait 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 so does she have a husband does she have a work husband? I don't know. No, does she have? Does she have a husband? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's actually, uh, I guess, a, a living boyfriend. I guess I don't think they're married, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, but she does have a, uh, she does, you know, has a, uh, boy, you know, the father of her kid living with her. So yes. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, the the guy's nice. I know him. He's been over at my house a number of times. So uh, he's, you know, he. I, I mean, I'm assuming he knows that uh, we called each other uh, scout wife, scout husband, but you know. <laughs> but yes, the, I don't think so. The war- I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, I do think so. Most right? men don't play that shit. Oh, okay. Most men, well, I guess he does. So, <laughs> would, would you would you let your wife have a, a work husband? Yeah, if it's only re- work related, sure. You know, whatever. I got my scout wife. I got my work wife. So you know what? Fine. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I noticed you got usually, a little, little quiet usually there. People, usually, usually those people become like really, really relying upon each other at some point in time. Uh, no, I, I keep everything separated. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't hang out with them after work. I don't text them after hours. I don't, nothing like that. So, you know, it's just, you know, somebody you're hanging out with at the office all day long. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I hate to use that word. It is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't know. No, no work That's wife. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it, I guess uh, work wife. I, it's probably more common so. I mean, if this was a live show, I would like to get some like callers coming. Yeah, I got a work wife too, you know, all that. But no, I mean, it's at the podcast here. So yeah, you know how that goes. I know. But hey, it happens, you know. Let me let me ask you a question, bro. Okay. 
Are you familiar with the story with the 20 year old substitute teacher that was arrested for allegedly? Well, they said it happened. So I'm not going to say allegedly because they said he shared the video. He had sex with, she had sex with one of the students. No, she I was 20 years old. I have not she heard was, about that. Okay, so the, the teacher was male or female? She was a female. She was in Polk County. Okay. She, it was in Lakeland. She had sex with this young man. Um, it was at Lakeland High School. She was 20 years old, though. 20, okay. It, yeah. it was a high school. Mm-hmm. So he had to be anywhere between 16 and 18. Okay. So they got her all plastered around the news. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, first off, if this is a teacher or a substitute teacher, you know. Substitute. Okay. Either case, it's still a a adult figure authority, you know, in, in a, in a school to, you know, watching over minors or maybe person was 18 years old, but either case, you know, you have that, that trust between teacher and student and you really should not cross the line of that. And you know, with, with that being said, okay, even, okay. Even if the kid was 18, let's just, just make them legal because I don't, I don't condone, you know, this uh, underage bull crap, but Say it's 18 years old and she was 20. I would not accept the fact that, oh, they had an ongoing relationship because still, bottom line, he's an 18-year-old student, a 12th grader. Even though there may be, I don't know how old the uh, the minor was or the, the child, the student was, we'll say he's 18. Even though there was two-year difference, you can't cross that line. You have that, you know, teacher... <laughs> You know, teacher, uh, adult figure in in uh, you know adult figure in in the school, and you can't you can't you can't do anything like that. And you know what? This day and age, even if the kid was eighteen, they messed around, and you know she was still teacher and he was student. You know the the kid's gonna go around. Yeah, wow! I really hooked up with that substitute teacher in science class that was filling in for us. You know, kids kids these days have social media. They got their yeah, they buddies. Gonna They're going to tell. They're going to kiss and tell. No matter I if they... Told. I want to tell, bro. You wouldn't have told. Heck no. no we would have we we kept that. We would have kept that. You would have kept... I, I want to I'm not. I, I want to tell, bro. Like, because, like, I'm going to be honest with you. It happens a lot. I'm sure and it, it does. Has, and, it, and it has happened a lot. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know what I'm saying? As young men, especially young men like 60, 70 years old, like that's a time in your life where, you know I'm saying? Not to be vulgar, but you have one of the hardest erections that you're ever going to have in your life. If you don't keep if, like, if you don't keep yourself healthy, like you got to keep yourself healthy because that teenager re- erection is like one of the hardest erections ever. A lot of women don't experience that past, you know, a young man in a twenties or, you know I'm saying? The early teens. So a lot of times, a lot of females, they tend to um, fantasize and some might not even go that route but a lot of women fantasize about younger men it happens a lot man it happens a lot bro like look at jada pinkett like just look at you ever seen and and i feel like the movie milk money turned out the young men and wanting older women that was just reverse pedophilia like if you want to look at it for real like remember milk money no was that an actual movie or what was it so it was a it was a movie where the dudes pay the older lady okay a bunch, a bunch of change, so she, so she could flash them her breasts. You gotta remember Milk Money, bro. No, I never saw it. Is it on Netflix or something like that? Is it no, something? bro. It's like an older movie, bro. Like okay. it's called Milk Money. It's All right. called Milk Money. Well, you gotta me. check it out. And, right. and then, if you really want to check out a movie, there was a movie back in the days. It like, came out probably in the seventies. It's called Sweetback. Sweetback. There was a little boy. They filmed him. I don't know how they filmed him, but he was literally 
pleasing this other woman. And she was calling him sweet back. So I feel like a lot of times younger men are groomed and we don't talk about it as much. You know, when a man does it, it's just totally crazy. And it is, and it should be like, it should be like totally crazy when a man does it. I feel like when it happens to a guy is, is bad, but I don't feel like that 20 year old, I don't feel like that 20 year old is that is as bad as, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a, a 40 year old. 40 or 40, 50. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like she's 20. She's, she's just two years and being an adult. Right. I, you know I, I can see that if they were outside, you know, outside the school area, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're like hooking up in the cafeteria or out on the playground or if there is playgrounds, but I, I see yeah. what you're saying. You know, if, because you know, you're, you get a 20 year old college student and then you have an 18 year old, you know, freshman in college, you know, yeah. Th- then that's, that's personally, that's okay. But when you have the teacher versus the student, you know, the teacher is got to be the bigger person and no realize these are, these are, high school students you can't do anything like that and i'm hoping the kid was 18 i mean anything anything under 18 that's just kind of messed up and like wtf you know what i mean bro some of these kids these teenagers have some of the coldest game they have some of the coldest game bro like they will make you blush they will make you feel good about yourself they will get you caught up in the moment to where it's like okay what am i doing Cause you know what, bro? I'm gonna tell you why I know. Cause I've been that dude. I've been that dude. Listen, bro. I grew up here in the east side of Syracuse, right? My mom lived on the east side, but right down the street, less than a hundred yards, there's a strip club, right? So every time I would go home, I would see the strip club. It's called Adult World, bro. Okay. There was a time and point in time when me and my uh, brother. He's my. I call it, he's my best friend, but I, like he's like. He's like a brother to me. You feel me? We were young, up in a strip club, dating strippers, taking them home, going to their house. You know what I'm saying? Doing what we want with them. And we weren't we weren't old enough. We weren't legally old enough to be messed, but we lied to these women. You know what I'm saying? We right. we 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 were gaming these women. These women were falling for our game. We was young and we were vibrant. And it was it was our aura and our appeal that made us be able to do anything that we wanted with with these dancers, bro. And I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like that's a real, truth, full story. I could get my bro on the phone and we could talk about it <laughs> to this day. You feel me? Wow. Like and it, we were, we were literally up in the adult world. I mean, it, it was one, one time. So two ways I was able to get in the adult world. Like it was one time where I had a, where we had both had fake IDs, and it was one time when with our school high school IDs they were like plastic. And what what I would do is I would just take a little uh, safety pin and I would scratch the numbers to make it to make me look older on my ID. And I would scratch the numbers very faintly to where it looked like I would manipulate it. Instead, Bro, and- Instead of like yeah. 80, 83 or 88, or you made it like 86 to make yourself look a little older. Or I would take the 84 <laughs> and make it a one. You know what I'm saying? There's like different stuff like that. <laughs> we would just literally, we would literally scratch the numbers and it would make us older, bro. I'm sure and that like, all happens. Absolutely. But, but, but bro, that but that in itself in that life did it did that life turn me out a little bit? Yes, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Mm-hmm. I chased it. I, I, I chased older women like the mother of my kids is five years older than me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it was something that happened to me in my youth. Mm-hmm. That strip club being in my house. You know what I'm saying? My uncles encouraging their nephews to get women. You know what I'm saying? Turned me out. And I'm not gonna lie, bro. There was like I had to be about 15 or 16 years old, bro. There was. A, a lady, she was 30 years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? She used to live 
and, and these little projects right through my, like right through the uh, cuts down my street called Springfield Gardens, right? This lady would sit on her porch, right? She have a big glass of wine and we, me and her got really close. This lady would let me come and do all type of things to her. Like, bro, but I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I never told I, I never told on her. I never said anything about it, but I wanted it. This lady had to be in her 30s. I was definitely every bit of 15, 16 years old. <laughs> wow. It's sort of I like, uh, like Stifler's I, mom. <laughs> I felt I felt like the man. Bro, bro, I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Like, bro, my teens, bro. So I have some a kid that I grew up with. He wasn't my best friend, but his mom was really hot. And I we did some stuff. I never told him. I, I never, you know what I'm saying? It's only one person that really knows about it. Uh-huh. But me, me and his mom, we did some stuff. But I would never speak on it. I would never yeah. speak on who it was. But she had a hot, he had a hot mom. And she seen me one day walking down the street. And we kept it on the low. We kept it on the low. So, you know, and <clears throat> I say all that to say this, that sex can be very addictive. You know, it, it, it could be passed down, generational. We have issues with it and we didn't have social media back then. So I could fit, I understand that everybody is addicted to it right now, but do I feel like that lady should be punished? No. Do I feel like she has some issues? Do I feel like, I feel like she has issues that everybody has. I just feel like she just got caught. I just feel like he yeah. just told, I feel, I feel like it happened so much to everybody that he told and he shared the video because he couldn't keep it. But there's so many young boys out here that do not tell for a fact because for a fact, I was one of them. You were one of them, yeah. I was, I, I was one of them. But, you know, with the uh, getting back to the substitute teacher, I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, ruling, you know, you can't date the students, you know, even though you're that young. I mean, I remember when I was like 16, 17, and then my math teacher, she was fresh out of college, so she had to be like 21, 22. And all the guys, I know all the guys were drooling all over her, and, you know, but still, I mean, she kept, I mean, as far as I know, she kept it very, uh, you know, I'm the teacher. I guess I'm maybe a few years older than you, but, you know, you know, it's just. Was she hot? Oh, yeah. She was really, really pretty. I mean, extremely pretty. I mean, I've I seen hotter, but you know what? She was She was like the, the, the girl next door look. You know what I mean? So, AJ, she would have came to you in like one day after school. So, AJ, I need you to, I need you to stay after class. <laughs> stay after class for a little bit, AJ. Nobody liked me in that sense when I was a kid. I was a little fat kid in high school. So, you know, I'm saying though, but what if she did though? What would you have done? Would you have like, would you have like sweated? Would you have been nervous (laughs) or would you, or would you had like manned up? Like, okay. No, I don't even say her name, but like, no, I would would not. what would you have done? I probably wouldn't. I'd be probably like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sitting there sweating it out. You know, I was, you know, I wasn't that adventurous when I was a young kid. You know what I mean? It's like, I start blushing like, really? Is this a joke? You know what I'm saying to myself? Because I really, Bro. I didn't have a lot of self-esteem when I was a kid. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, I was going. If she was, listen, bro, listen, I remember going to summer camps and stuff like that. The little camp counselors be on. Listen, if you, if I felt like you was attractive and I felt like, I feel like I had the sauce as a teenager. I feel like, I feel like I was that dude. So I feel like I was the one gaming these older women. Like, but it happened to me on numerous occasions, bro. Like I remember going to a summer camp one time. I went to a little center and like the, 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 it was a lady there. She was like a, like a beautiful Spanish lady. You know what I'm saying? And Uh Me and her was like really close. Like she used to be hugging on me and all type of crazy stuff. I'm like, yo, but I just felt like I was a dude. Like I was that dude. I felt like a man. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't, yeah. but what I will say is there are residual effects to this day that, you know, I have to deal with, you know, that's why 
know, I, 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 I deal with it and I understand what it comes from. I understand why I am the way that I am. It was in our community is condoned. You know what I'm saying? It's condoned in our community. It's condoned in our music. It's condoned in our, and in, in the things that we are close to. And I just had to be honest with myself. Like it, it, it was condoned. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I see nothing wrong with it, but nobody better than I try my sons. I know that because they go to jail. <laughs> I know it's, it's, I think it's a different time now as we get older, you know, it's with social media and things are always publicized and news and all that stuff. It's just not, it's definitely not, it won't land a good thing if the word gets out. And plus, you know how, yeah. you know, some teenage boys are, Oh yes. Yeah, so oh, Mrs. Smith from math class. Oh my God. You know, I, Definitely, uh, <laughs> the, the boys. The boys will be talking, but you know. But I do have to say, okay, I was. Uh, I graduated when I was. I just turned nineteen. Okay, I got a late start to school, so I didn't graduate at 18, 19. So I got, I got a late start to school when I was a kid, and um, I I I was dating a. Uh, I just turned eighteen. The girl was fifteen, and we were just dating. You know, nothing serious and all that stuff. But no, wait, 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 time out. You said you were nineteen and she was fifteen. No, no, I was eighteen. 17, I was dating her. When I turned okay. 18, she she was 15. When I turned 18, I the day before my birthday, I dumped her ass. <laughs> because, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about I, to say, bro, because, you know, they could have hemmed you up. <laughs> you know, well, you know what? The big thing at my time was, the big thing in my time was, you know, statutory rape. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. like that. That always been like drilled into my head. I don't know who, but, you know, that always been drilled. And I was like, I'm not going to screw up my life because of this girl here. And I'm not saying her parents would have done anything, but you just never know. You know what I mean? I may yeah. drop her off late you know, that past our curfew and like, ah, that's it. You know, we're going to get your ass. You know, that's, that's just my method of thinking. But yeah, when I was younger, you know, I, I don't know. I was more thinking for the future and didn't want to screw up my life because uh, I did something really stupid. You know, that's just my opinion. But you know, again, you know, AJ's living in a bubble, you know? <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For me, for me, it's never the young girls. It, it was always the older girls, the older, me, girls. The older women. I feel like it was a challenge just to try to get a more mature woman. That's more, uh, sophisticated than you are. You feel me? Right. And, I, and, I, and I've always been able to talk. I feel like my mouth always been wise. And I probably, and I probably did cast my my jewels among swine. Mean meaning, take my gift and use it for things that's not necessarily good. But because my conversation is crazy, it's always been crazy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So at the, so at the end of the day, it's like I always had crazy game, bro. Like like my game was nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like my conversation was so nuts. It was so inviting that it was intriguing, bro. Like the things I would say would be like, oh my gosh. Like, you know what I'm saying? People would forget sometimes that I was a young teenager. Like I never had an issue with like any woman that I usually wanted, I would get, even if she didn't want me at the, at, at, in the beginning. And not because I'm the most handsomest man in the world, but I feel like my mouthpiece is crazy, bro. My mouthpiece is crazy, bro. Your mouthpiece? Like, yeah, my mouthpiece. Your like, mouthpiece. You're not talking about like when we were growing up in the '80s, the, uh, the 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 mouth guard thing that you had to people with the, the headgear and all that. You talking about that? Nah, bro. <laughs> no, no. Nah. See, I, I I didn't grow up in the '80s, bro. I'm a I'm a I'm a '90s 2000 boy. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you my my the things that came out my mouth. You feel me? Was crazy. Yeah, I bet. You know what I'm saying? And it, like people were always intrigued by the my words and my conversation and. Just my, just my aura. You know what I'm saying? Like it happened. Like it, it, it was nothing. It was nothing to me. Me, and my boy, me, and my boy, me, and my boy had, we had our fake names. 
You feel me? We had fake names. <laughs> we were going to this shit club. We were being in a dark world, just chilling. Strippers all over us. I'm saying, and we would, ch- the thing about it, we would chill with these dancers outside of work. And I'm saying, have good times with them. Take, they would take us to their houses and they trusted us. And, and I, you think I'm a beast, but my boy, listen, he was a, the beast, the beast though. And I got, you know, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the beast, the beast. You feel me? He was my, listen, he was an animal. A straight, a straight animal. <laughs> His game was super nuts. His game was on steroids. I'm like, dang, this dude, don't, this dude, like, dang, me and him used to try to like catch up and, and we used to kind of like compete, but it wasn't no competing with him. He was just different. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, okay. Speaking of, you know, high school and graduating and, you know, things that we used to do when we were kids. I, this is a good segue. And by the way, that was my dog yiping in the background. I have no idea what my kids just did to the dog, but my dog is known for, you know, La Beast. Everybody knows La Beast. We talked about La Beast on the show. The dog is like, I don't know, 10 pounds. And uh, if you're not looking down, he's like at your feet. So I think my lovely kids must have stepped on his paw. So that was that hype. Ruff and type noise in the background. Anyways, let's get into the next next thing here. So, what year? What year did you graduate high school, Bax? Uh, I think all three. I think you I think you know. You just forgot. I mean, what, what's the deal here? I, I, oh, three, bro. Oh, three. Like, oh, three so. All right, yeah. all right. So, I found this uh, really really cool news article uh, talking about cars in high school. So, mm-hmm. were you able to drive to school when you were uh, you know in high school? Did you be able to? I did, listen, I did get a car when I was in high school. I had a, my first car was an Acura. I crashed it like in a month. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> my, my car, let's see, back in, let's see, I, I was driving since uh, 1992 and my, my dad bought me a, a 92 Saturn because Saturn was like the, the newest, safest car out in the market by GM back in the nineties, early nineties. And, um, and then, uh, uh, the things in our lives changed and I ended up getting, uh, my first Chevy Malibu was my first car. Then I had a Camaro 86 Camaro, but either case. So you graduated in 03. I graduated in 95 and Amory, uh, she, I know her since, uh, junior high school, she graduated the same year. So I found this article here and this article says the best selling car in America in the year that you graduated high school. Okay. I'm going to li- mm-hmm. run down this list here. I'm going to start with, I'm going to make this kind of quick because uh, a lot of these cars have nothing to do with us personally, but I'm sure our listeners will probably say, yeah, I remember that. Okay. So this is, uh, this article here uh, it starts off in 1978. Okay. The Oldsmobile Cutlass. The Oldsmobile Cutlass sold over uh, 520,000 units. Okay. And 1979, the Oldsmobile Cutlass again. Then they need 1980. Cutlass has been on this list for so many years. The Oldsmobile Cutlass. They don't make the Oldsmobile anymore. Fun fact for Oldsmobile, okay? Now, we, uh, I live in the Tampa Bay area. As everybody knows, there's a little town called Oldsmar. And the person, I, a little, I'm not exactly sure the details, but the, the person who designed or came up with the Oldsmobile end up settling to a uh, town here in Tampa Bay uh, called Oldsmar. So that's how Oldsmar, little fun fact, got its name because of the guy for the Oldsmobile. Anyway, so 1981, Oldsmobile again. 
Then 1982, we'll change it up a little bit. Remember the Ford Escort? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that was the top selling car in 1982. 83 was the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. I remember that car, the Cutlass Supreme. Then 1984, oh yeah, I can remember this like the back of my hand. 1984 sticks out in my my head like 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 there's no tomorrow. I don't know something about the 1984 Olympics. Van Halen came out with his awesome CD. I don't know. 1984 just sticks out in my head. The Chevrolet Cavalier came out in 1984. That was like the best uh, selling car. Uh, also in 85, same car. Mm-hmm. 1986, a little bit different. My dad had one. Uh, Chevrolet Celebrity. So uh, it's the Chevy Celebrity. Actually, I don't know if it was, I think my dad, it was, my dad has the Buick version. I think the Buick LeSabre, I think it was the uh, the, the uh, Chevy or versus Buick. Uh, 1987, the Ford Escort. Again, 88, same thing. 89, how about a foreign car this time? A Honda the Accord, Honda Accord was 1989. 1990, Accord again. 91, Accord and I remember this really well. 1992, the year that I started driving, the Ford Taurus. Remember the Ford Taurus? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then 93, 94, the Ford Taurus. 95, so I graduated in 95. The Ford Taurus was the number one selling car at the time. Uh, 96, Ford Taurus again. And to change it up, 1997, I remember this very well. I mean, I remember a lot of people in 97 getting this car because at that time I was working for uh, UPS and a lot of the, my coworkers bought this type of car. The Toyota Camry. That was a popular car in 97. And also 98, 99, same thing. The year 2000. 2001, they went back to the Honda Accord. 2002, Camry, back to, so it's flip-flopping. And then back in 2003, the year you graduate, what do you think, what kind of car was popular at the time? Mm, I don't know. All right, well, the Toyota Camry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toyota Camry was another popular car. And 04, 05, 06 was the uh, Camry as well. Uh, all the way up to 2011 was the Camry. I mean, just, it, I don't know. This is sort of like a boring story, but it was just more of an interesting thing just to walk down memory lane. What kind of car you had growing up or your friends had or your friends' parents bought those particular years when you graduated high school. What year did you start driving? Uh, I don't remember the year, bro. You asking, you asked like my memory is a little faded, bro, but I was like 16 or 17, bro. Okay, but so you know, you, you, you got to think, bro, you, like when I had my license or when I started driving, bro. Started driving, started <laughs> driving. Oh man, I was okay. driving, you know, like whenever I hop in with my boys, we'd be out here driving, you <laughs> feel me? But I probably got my license like that, like, 17 or 18. Did you, you know bo- saying, did your boys drive around in brand new Corolla or a Camry? No, they drove it like an old uh shit box. No, I mean, we drove around and whatever we could get <laughs> at that age. <laughs> I had a boy, we had we used to slide around in the little Geo, the oh, little TikTok looking car. I had a the boy slide around in the Acura, <laughs> the the Acura. we used to slide around in a uh, in a, a, a Lumina. Chevy Lumina. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, we used to slide around in a couple different cars. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. We used, yeah. To be, we, yeah. we used to be out here. And then just to wrap the top of the list here, 18, 17, 18, 19, and 20, whoopie do the Toyota Camry. But yeah, just a little fun fact when you graduate high school. <laughs> I yeah, don't that's know. A fact. We should be sliding. You yeah, feel me? Should be. Should be. I remember one time, I, I mean, listen, I remember one time, me and my boy had this car, right? So it was like a little rental, like a hood rental. You feel me? Where you, like, it's a hood rental. You feel me? And we had the car. 
So something happened to the car. Like I, I had told, I had told him, right? I like, yo, bro, go this way or something. And he tried to make like a short turn, and the car like hit the, hit the um, hit the curb, oh, and like no. he 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 um, he like pushed the wheel back into the into like the well. So the car, so the car, we couldn't drive it no more. So we like, dang. So we had so there's like a little projects like not too far from my house. It's called Uptown. So me and my boy, we was on the way to summer school. We was about to go stunt, pick up some girls and stuff like that. So we was like, dang, we had to get out and walk to summer school because um, my boy was driving the little little hood rental. Uh So dang, we had to get out the car. Like neither one of us had no license. So we get out the car, walk to school. And then something happened when we, when we walked back from school, we walked, we walked past the little projects. You know what I'm saying? I walked back up to my little neighbor, our neighborhood, which was like up the street from the projects. There was police all around the car, bro. Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> man, bro. It was like, it was like a Hyundai. It was full of police, bro. Like there was dust and fingerprints. So come to find out that the little hood rental was a stolen. It was, it was, it was considered stolen. I think it was like an airport car or something like that. But my thing is, I'm so weak. Like we was like thankful. Like, dang, that was God saving us because if we would have got caught in that car, bro, we would have had like a felony, like being caught in a stolen vehicle, bro. Grand Theft Auto, something like that. Yeah, it would have been crazy, bro. Oh, like this man. was like, like we was in our teens. Like we had to be 16, 17 years old, bro. Wow. Literally 16, 17. Me and my same boy that me and my me and my bro, we was going to the strip clubs down the street from <laughs> my mama house. <laughs> that was from my house. <laughs> Say, boy, we had to. It's called a hood rental, bro. Now, you know what a hood rental is? Uh, yeah, that was my next question. So, exactly, uh, <laughs> AJ lives in a bubble. So, please explain to me what a, a hood rental is. So, look, a hood rental, right? I'm not going to go into graphic details. I, I'm going to see. You probably have to look it up in a. <laughs> Okay, I will. An urban dictionary, right? Will do. So, boom. So, I'm going to give you my share of a hood rental because I'm not going to, like, go too crazy. But a hood rental is somebody or something that can get you, or somebody or someone that can get you a car for an, an, a select amount of money if they want money. They might want something else. But I'm just going to say money. I'm just going to say money <laughs> because we're on a podcast. Okay. But you, you give them money, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, they give you the car. So sometimes these cars will get passed around the neighborhood. You feel me? They get passed around through friends and they'll get passed around through, you know what I'm saying, people in the neighborhood. Just so maybe the person got tired of their car getting passed around. Then when we got it, they caught, they reported it stolen. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it was an airport rental. I don't know where the car originally came from, but I do know that it was a rental. We was out here and it was dope. So it was like a nice little Honda. We was swerving. We was ready to we was ready to pick some girls up and do what we do. You feel me? But then he like crashed. And I'm like, yo, this dude crashed the rental. This dude crashed the wheel of the rental. I never seen nothing like that. Like he pushed the wheel back into like the the like where the car won't even like move, bro. I'm like, oh man. But did you did you find anything in Urban Dictionary? No, I'm not. I'm actually trying to look for it as we speak. Urban Dictionary. I actually started Googling the word hood rental and nothing comes up. Urban Dictionary. Right, so, 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 okay. Take away hood rental. Look up dope fiend rental. It was be people, right? Who will rent their car out for either money or other things. When you're a teenager, you know, you could find any of these things. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're growing up in an inner city, 
And, you know, things like that are really prevalent. It's easy to find these type of things. You feel me? So you get your hand on these type of things, you could get you a rental. So we was young and we, we knew how to get rentals, bro. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> we knew how to get, we knew how to get uh, rentals, bro. And AJ, we would be out here. We would be out here going crazy. AJ in the bubble. AJ in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> so, bro, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna take you to Syracuse. So, we're gonna do a podcast, AJ and Syracuse. You gonna in go to Syracuse? The, okay. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm gonna bring you. To. I might bring you to like, I might bring you to the bricks. I'm gonna bring you to Oakwood, man. I'm gonna bring you to the bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna bring you there because I just want to show you, like, because if I bring you to my house, my house is cool. Like, I, you know, where I'm from is like a, this is like a middle class. Eh, well, there's a lot of different environments and stuff like that in my house you know what i'm saying but it's like you know it's like a middle class you uh-huh. know there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of projects from my house but so it's, it's a little no ritz Carlton or uh the hyatt or anything in that area it's all uh nothing in that area that's uh for me to stay at you can stay at a uh you can stay at a hampton inn okay yeah hampton Inn's pretty good yeah, i like hampton inn. yeah yeah because i because my because where i stay at bro it's like the hood is like five minutes away Okay, five minutes away, and then and then there's another there's another little project that's like two minutes away. Gotcha. Like where I could, where I could walk through the little field, it's in the wit, and then if you go down one street, it's like a little it's like a little drug infested area. <laughs> like on this one, one one street down. Gotcha. It's like, a, it's, it's like a listen. It's like a smorgasbord of all type of life that's up in my neighborhood. You feel me? Versus yeah. how it is where I would take you on Oakwood, where Oakwood is this straight hood. You feel me? I grew up down there too, because that's my grandma's house. Most most people are raised and they at their grandmother's house while their parents go to work. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mom was out working. You know, grandma house was always live and energetic. I always wanted to be at my grandmother's house because I had my uncles, I had my cousins. We was about a hundred deep. And anything we wanted to do, we could. There was no there was no cap on what we wanted to do. My uncles was with whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> man, you know. Speaking of, you know, neighborhood growing up and all that stuff, I have noticed, okay? So your kids go, still go to school, right? Yeah, they go to school. Bro. Okay, so they go to school. How do they get to school every day to and from? Uh, my kids drive. Well, they ride. You know, they ride in a car. So they're basically, they don't take the bus, they take a car line, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, but this year, the freaking car lines at these schools are just getting out of control. There's one, and this is something, this could be anywhere in this country, I'm sure. And I'm asking you for confirmation as well, because, you know, you're up in New York as well. And I'm sure you've experienced this plenty of times. I'm down here in Florida. So you tell me, tell me if I'm right or wrong. The car lines at these schools are just getting miserably long. Uh, I would say so. When I go pick my little cousins and stuff up, yeah, I would say so. Um, it's a little crazy. Okay. So there's a a school that I drive past. Uh, I drive to a bunch of, through a bunch of school zones every day going to and from, uh, from work. What annoys the hell out of me. I don't know why a lot of parents have the school bus service and just don't want their kid taking a school bus to school for whatever reason. It was a COVID reason or just because they're working from home or just because they can, or their kids are like, oh, I don't want to take the school bus. You know, I mean, that's, that's my daughter. My, my daughter mm-hmm. gets driven to school by my lovely wife, but neither here or there. So I thought I was the only one getting real pissed off that about the traffic. I mean, the traffic is like spilling up to the main road and it's like blocking the right lane and you just can't, you know, drive and it just pisses me off. Just pisses me off driving 
driving through these school zones and I'm saying to myself, why can't these parents just let their kid take the school bus to eliminate all this traffic? God forbid it rains, forget about it. So I have a news story here. This came out of Fox 13 Tampa Bay. Um, Actually, a reporter named Kimberly Quizon. She's a uh, Sarasota reporter. She says uh, the school district eyeing solutions to traffic problems at Laura Nokomis Elementary School. I think it's an elementary school. So down in Nokomis, which is in the Sarasota area, uh, I'll just read the article here. As soon as the light flashes at the signal at the end of the day at Laurel Nokomis School in Sarasota, the worry begins for this particular parent named Matthew. It's chaos here, he said, while waiting to meet his uh, children. Uh, watch close calls and students dodging cars with busy roadways, uh, you know, in, in a matter of time before somebody gets hurt. Okay. I mean, it's just getting out of control here. I don't know why I'm not gonna read the whole article, but bottom line is why can't parents just draw, let their kids take the school bus to school? This is just getting a ridiculously too crazy that parents have to like clog up traffic because they don't want their kid taking the school bus. I mean, what what is your reasoning behind why you don't you you're, you take your kids to well your kids take the car to uh, school? Is there no bus service? Uh, not not at their school, it isn't. Okay, so you have a legitimate reason. Yeah. So you have a legitimate reason, but most of these yeah. kids, you know, they have school buses, bus stops. I drive past the school bus stop on the way out of my neighborhood every single day. Why can't they just drop the kids off of the school bus? Though that's neither here or there. It's just. Another thing that pisses me off. I just wanted to touch on that. Think it's a lot of stuff that go on that bus, bro. You got to be like careful on that bus too, man. Kids are bad, man. So sometimes you don't want your kid on that bus. Sometimes you don't want your kid in the back of the bus. There's a lot of things that happen on that bus, bro. So don't just think that kids are just on a bus and the monitors. No, the monitors be up front, but the kids that's on the back of the bus, they be bad as I don't know what. So sometimes people don't want their kids on that bus, trust me. I don't know. I mean, we rode the bus. You know, I, I rode the bus. My my daughter occasionally rides the bus. She rides it on the way home. But, I mean, they, it's not any different than, you know, hanging out in the playground or in the lunchroom or something like that. I mean, especially for a short drive in, in my kid's case. But, you know, I don't know. It's... It just, it just, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of traffic. I mean, I hate traffic. I'm sure everybody that listens to our podcast hates traffic as well. I mean, why, why can, why just eliminate the extra traffic by in these school zones? I don't know. That's just a little rant I just had to talk about, and also give uh, Kimberly Quizon a uh, shout out. Uh, she uh, tweeted me a little while ago and shared this story with me, so I just wanted to thank her for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's just getting out of control. The traffic is just getting really bad. Speaking of traffic, I didn't decide I didn't share this with you. Okay, I had a commercial driver's license for many, 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 many years for a job requirement that I had to do for a beverage company I worked for, okay? Mm-hmm. And this particular tractor trailer, okay, uh, and I didn't, I didn't drive a tractor trailer. I drove a uh, straight truck. So this particular tractor trailer was up in Illinois, which is kind of, um, you know, irrelevant to this. It could be anywhere USA. He was driving down the highway, with a car wedged underneath the actual tractor trailer. So this came out of Illinois. I'll just read the article here, okay? The shocking video shows the semi-truck dragging a car down the highway. So just do a Google search. Shocking video shows semi-truck dragging. This is a video here down Illinois. I say Illinois. What do you, how do you say Illinois? You say Illinois? Or how do you Illinois. say 
I say Illinois. Illinois. But there's some people out there with that one want to correct me. But anyway, so this is out of Chicago area. A shocking dash cam footage captured earlier this week shows a car being dragged by a semi-truck on on, uh, Interstate 294 in the Chicago area. The footage captured by uh, this guy named George, a resident of uh, Justice, 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 Illinois, shows the vehicle stuck partially underneath the semi-truck near Roosevelt Road exit. Okay, so basically he tells Fox uh, Station uh, he initially thought the people in the vehicle was dead since the car was almost halfway under the tractor trailer. Okay, in the video, the person, yeah, I seen this video. It's kind of weird, kind of crazy. So basically, this truck is driving down the highway at highway speed with the uh, underneath half the car underneath the actual tractor trailer. So between the rear tractor trailer wheels and the wheels actually on the tractor itself. So just picture that. And the car is pulling up, you know, like honking and trying to get the tractor trailer to stop. The people were just like, like, you know, obviously they're saying, help me, help me, help me. But they're just waving at the camera, like getting people's attention. Like, I mean, I driven large commercial vehicles before. How do you not know? How do you not know that you have a car wedged under your vehicle? I mean, he's a tractor trailer. So maybe, you know, he didn't feel it. I, keep in mind, I driven a truck before. I know when there's something not right with my vehicle. I know if something's sluggish, if one of the injectors in the engine is is going, I notice that all. How do you like drag a 3,000 pound vehicle and not notice? I just can't figure it out. What the hell's wrong with people? That is just, that was just one of the, I just saw this thing when I was preparing for our show. I was like, this is something that's crazy. People are just so oblivious. How do you not see the smoke and, and people honking at you? I mean, what do you just like, I don't know. Are you not paying attention when you drive? It's just crazy. Yeah. You know, people, man, I don't know, man. Like maybe, I don't know, bro. Maybe he got a good truck, bro, where it's real sense. It's not sensitive to a lot of things. It's just a heavy car. But that's just, I don't know. Holding a commercial driver's license at one point, I know, you know, you, you just, you just, you could feel it. You could feel if you take your foot off the gas and you're stopping a little bit quicker than you would be applying the brakes yeah, you'll be looking out your mirror at least. At least you can see it through your mirror. I don't know what is wrong with people. So, neither here or there. I mean, morons, pe- pe- freaking morons that can't drive. So, but uh, how was your Thanksgiving? I want to change the subject here. It was good. You know, ate, did a few things, nothing crazy. So, did you do any Black Friday shopping or anything like that this year? Nah, I ain't do all that, bro. No, no. I gave my money. No, yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm not a Black Friday shopper, but you know what? It was good to see. I don't know what your feelings are, but it was good to see that all a lot of these majority, these retailers were all closed before uh, Thanksgiving. It was really good to see that they, you know, like Walmart was closed. Uh, you know, uh, all, all the department stores weren't opening. Best Buy opened up like 5 a.m. and all that stuff, as it should be. I mean, I'm tired of these corporations just not you know, giving a crap, you know, they're, they're, they want to be there for, you know, the profits and the stockholders on that stuff. But I'm certainly glad, you know, unfortunately with COVID last year, it really changed a lot of things, but I'm certainly glad like COVID, like put things back into place, especially for black Friday, the way it should be, you know, I mean, how, how do you go for, you know, being eating a Thanksgiving dinner and being thankful for what you got and thank you for your family and all that stuff. But let's go Black Friday shopping for stuff that we really don't need. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's it's just it's crazy with how people priorities were, you know, it's it, it, it sucks. I feel bad for those people in retail. 
you know, and everybody knows, I think I talked about this in the podcast. I worked for Best Buy like 15 years ago as a little part-time job on the side. Uh, one day a week I worked there and I did work Black Friday and it was exciting to work there. It was exciting getting up at the two, two, three o'clock in the morning, popping into Best Buy and, you know, getting the store ready and letting in the crowds. And it was like a cool little atmosphere, but, uh, you know, I feel bad for the employees that had to, you know, eat dinner and go to sleep and open up the store at 11, 12 o'clock at night, which I think it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah, it is. I mean, sometimes you just got to go with the road with the punches, man. You can't be mad at everything, bro. Uh, <laughs> everything, no, it's not a matter. Everything pisses, everything pisses you off. <laughs> no, it's not being pissed off, but I just feel bad for those employees. You know, it's like, what's the point of having Thanksgiving? You know what I mean? And then next thing you have to go to bed. No, you're right. You know, but. How, uh, long, how long do you, how long do you keep your leftovers? How long I keep my leftovers? I live, uh, usually the leftovers last maybe, I don't know, about three days. We, we didn't do a lot this year. We didn't, I, I told my wife, don't make too much because you end up throwing this stuff away. The stuff will end up going bad in the refrigerator. So, you know, what about you? A couple of days, two, three days. Yeah, a couple turkey sandwiches and, you know, the gravy yeah. and the stuffing and, you know, whatever else crap that you're, <laughs> you know. I really, I really like the sweet potatoes. I'm not a fan of sweet potatoes. Potatoes. Oh man, you sleep. No, no. Hey, more Super for you. Sleep. More for you. <laughs> Couple days. I know they say you know the butterball turkey hotline says they can't. You can't use it more than like what three, four days, and you know in the refrigerator you got to throw that stuff out. So how many pound turkey did you have? Do you have a big one this year? It wasn't too big. It was about a nice fifteen pound turkey. Oh, that's a big one. That's definitely a big turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had like a, a seven pound, eight pound, something like that. It was nothing. It was just my immediate family and maybe the in-laws came over. That's, that's about it. It was nothing crazy. So, But we're going to oh, wrap God. it up, Bax. We're going to wrap it up. I think we kept everybody intrigued what's going on and out there in the world. Hopefully, Amory will be back sometime in the Come future. Come back, Amory. I know. I know, Amory. So, all right. I'm going to wrap it up right here. It was a good show, Bax. Thanks for joining me. I was getting the podcast itch. We're having the holidays coming up, and uh, I think our next show will record after the new year. Bax is cool with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with it. Yep, the voice of reason, the Bax a billion. There we go. The <laughs> I had to get that in there, Bax. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Like us on Facebook. I can relate to that. So give us a like and review. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Our ratings are, uh, for podcasting, we got a pretty good amount of following as far as uh, the ratings, Bax. What you mean? Talk to me. No, I mean, we got uh, uh, several reviews on our uh, Apple. So if you go listen to our show on Apple for for a podcast, I mean, we're not, we don't have hundreds of, of, uh, you know, reviews, but we have a good handful of reviews considering you know how new our show is we're only yeah, about, yeah, a, about a year year and a half we're about 18 months into our show so yeah, but yeah, yeah please give us a thumb thumbs up and uh other than that guys have a great one we'll see you then merry christmas happy new year happy hanukkah whatever you celebrate and we'll catch you then be safe This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.